the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Now, remember that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate is worth over $100, and it's not uh, sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And today's trivia theme is Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, I'm going to fail miserably on that one. I thought this would be kind of fun. Okay. (laughs) All right. I like your definition of fun. Fun. Well, okay. We're going to talk about something that's not so fun to begin with. Mark, you want to talk about the fires? Yeah. You know, well, so, you know, this is generally the best of investing. It's generally a real estate show. And we talk a lot about real estate because, you know, uh, at Pacific Private Money, which is the sponsor of this show, we specialize in making real estate loans. And if you're a listener to this show, you know that we specialize in doing loans that that uh, not a lot of the other private money lenders out there are making. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, some of those loans today, but uh, two of them are uh, owner-occupied loans. We specialize in that, but we've also uh, begun a, a specialization in making ground-up construction loans, and the uh, loan requests that we're getting in now are, are, are mostly for single-family residences. And, of course, a year ago, we had the horrible fires in Napa and Sonoma counties. And at this time, a year later, we are starting to see a number of loan applications coming forward, not necessarily from people rebuilding, because if you drive through those areas, you see a lot of home rebuilds in process. Uh, Insurance monies have come through for a number of those fire victims, and they've begun rebuilding. Uh, That includes areas like Coffee Park and Fountain Grove to hard-hit neighborhoods in the Santa Rosa Area, but what's happening now is is, is uh, in addition to those that are rebuilding, there are those that have decided not to rebuild, and they've settled up with their insurance companies possibly, and they've put their lots on the market. They're now lots because the homes, for the most part, have, have have burned down. They've been cleaned up. The debris has been removed. Now you've got buildable lots, and the prices initially were higher than most contractors would pay. So there actually wasn't a lot of activity in the lot sales uh, in the first uh, six eight months. But in the last few months, there have been contractors that have. Um, uh, gone into contract to buy lots at a price that they can actually build a home, a spec home, speculative home, and uh, and sell it to the public. And so we're starting to see at Pacific Private Money uh, several 
a week uh, inquiries about our construction lending program. And part of it is just getting the word out because, again, a lot of people uh, don't know that companies like ours uh, exist and that we're here to to help if you can't get construction financing from your bank. Another situation that we expect to see next year would be those who start constructing their home, their insurance money's run out, and they're still Mm -hmm. not finished yet. So construction completion loans are another area where private money is going to come to the rescue. And so here at Pacific Private Money, we are going to be ready uh, with capital to provide to people who need uh, an extra couple hundred thousand dollars or more to finish the construction of their home, or uh, if they're building from scratch. And a lot of contractors, for many reasons, don't qualify for bank construction financing. It's just harder to get than it was, say, you know, 15 years ago. And so we're there to provide an option for them in 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 many cases. So here we are this past week choking on smoke and we've had fires that, uh, um, you know, make last year's fire almost pale in comparison, although that's a horrible thing to say. But you've got the Malibu fires uh, at at last count. uh, Over 400 structures have burnt to the ground. And the so-called campfire, that's the worst name I've ever heard for a fire, 10,000 structures. Now, not all of them homes, but I think the actual single-family home count I saw was uh, 8,000. So you're talking about a a lot of homes. And what we're going to do in the next segment is talk a little bit uh, uh, in, in detail kind of about, um, you know, how companies like Pacific Private Money uh, can be there for uh, people who are underinsured uh, or, uh, you know, hopefully not under, uh, you know, have no insurance uh, or they are in a credit position or capital position where, where bank financing is not an option for them. So when, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more uh, about uh, about those fires. Okay. And uh, here we're going to cut to our first commercial break. Again, the theme is Fiddler on the Roof. What town does Fiddler on the Roof take place? What's the name of the town? All right. And uh, to call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer uh, to win that tanning certificate. want to make a quick mention here for the Transcendence Theater. Uh, they are going to be uh, performing um, at Luther Burbank. Uh, we've attended that before, and we're going to be attending November 30th. They put on a great show. Make sure that you check them out at uh, the Transcendence Theater at the Luther Burbank Center in Santa Rosa, November 3rd. Uh, no, November 30th, excuse me. And I think it also goes... Uh, in early December, too. So check them out. Uh, Don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Best of Investing, and we're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon. Here is our first trivia question What town does Fiddler on the Roof take place? Venice. Venice? No, close. Fiddleville. <laughs> no. And uh, Tevka. Do you don't remember? Have you ever seen the movie? No. See the play? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Audience, did you hear that? Okay. I'm sure you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, Mark, uh, why don't you continue on because you were t- talking about the fires. Well, 
the point uh, I, I neglected to make as we kind of ran short on our on our first segment there was uh, I, I want to talk a little bit today with you guys about um, the relationship, if any, of all the homes that have been lost to fires over the last 10 years and home prices in California. So last year you had those uh, Napa Sonoma fires where I think around 8,000 single-family homes were lost. We also had the Lake County fires, and I don't even have those numbers as to how many homes were lost. A little bit more rural, probably not quite as many as the Santa Rosa fires uh, experienced. And then you've got you know this year's fires this past week uh, with uh, Malibu and um, the, the one up in Paradise. The one yeah, up in Paradise, Paradise right, uh, uh, up there near Chico. 10,000 structures and an entire city wiped out or town wiped out of paradise. So you've got, I mean, you're talking almost 20,000 homes lost to fires in California in, in the last year and a half. And so what effect, if any, or what relationship, if any, does that have on California home prices? Well, you have some inventory taken off the market, uh, but how... Many homes are there in California? Well, that's a good question. Because it might be, you know, you might be taking one-tenth of one percent. Well, and you're, yeah. you're talking, I, I, with a 40 million population, you've you got to imagine there's several million homes yeah. uh, in, in California. So, so this is, you know, so 20,000 homes is a little bit of a blip, really, when you compare it to the entire housing market uh, and the fact that many of these homes are, are rural in nature. But in the Bay Area, where you know we are broadcasting from for the best of investing, um, you know we saw spikes in rents yeah. oh, after yeah. the fires. We definitely saw spikes in home prices in Marin, Sonoma, uh, Petaluma, uh, Sonoma County. Uh, and so already um, we've got neighborhoods in, in the Bay Area that uh, where home price appreciation has has occurred as a result of, of lesser inventory. Now, 400 homes in Malibu is not going to move the dial yeah. at all in, in Southern California. And of course, Southern California has had other fires where they've lost homes, too. But you know, one of the, the impacts, um, maybe not of home prices, and, and to answer the question, in my opinion, I don't think these are going to have significant um, Im- impressions on, on home price valuations or, or effects on, on home price appreciation. I think, uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, about where we think home prices are heading, because uh, that seems to be a topic that never goes away. Where do you think we are in the right. cycle right now, and do you think we're cresting? We had a conversation this week with a family office in Southern California who told us they believe home prices in California are cresting. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? We'll talk about that in a, a little bit, too. But just to continue on with the fires, one of the things that's that is going to occur as a result of these fires is its effect and impact on employment right. and building materials. Oh, you know, building materials. Cost of building crazy, materials right? will go up, yeah. but also just, you know, the, the trickle-down effect in the economy um, 
And I hate to use the word silver lining because you're talking about people who died and people who've lost their yeah. homes. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible situation here in California that seems to be happening with increasing frequency. But, um, you know, there there are impacts after the storm, so to speak. Well, that's that's one of the things you, you pointed out about how uh, building materials and labor go up. That'll automatically have an impact on existing homes and ones to be built. You know, the, it used to be houses used to sell for two three hundred dollars a foot now it's a thousand dollars a foot right and this is just limited to the state too because you have other natural disasters all over the country where those building materials are are also in demand yeah. So right, the homes that have been lost to to the storms yeah, uh, right. in other parts of the country. So so you've got you've got its impact on on building materials and companies who provide those building materials, tools, nails, concrete, yeah. steel. Uh, those will all um, benefit, so to speak. So those are all uh, net positives in, in the economy. Certainly, labor will work its way uh, into the state. More people will come to the state looking for employment to take advantage of the the rebuild opportunities that will trickle down through the state. So it it could have some, while there's some horrific costs in terms of the human toll, the, um, the societal toll, the, the toll on uh, insurance companies, environmental and and support services, environmental, you, you have other economic, uh, Effects and impacts that are actually uh, positive in terms of how it will impact California's economy and employment and the trickle down impact of money moving through the system to rebuild all of these homes. Those are all those are all going to it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the economy. California, in many ways, is almost uh, uh, well, first of all, the United States itself is um, the economy is very strong compared to other world economies. uh, And we really lead the world in a big way in terms of our economic expansion. But California in and of itself oftentimes doesn't suffer the same types of economic downturns as other states do. And so and because we live and work and thrive and invest in, in California, we're really more invested about what's happening here in California and, and less interested in what's happening in, in other parts of the country when it comes to trying to figure out where our home price is going, uh, what's likely to happen in the next business cycle, let alone the next real estate cycle. And uh, those are things that uh, we want to talk about today. I would be uh, worried about insurance prices, too, because, um, yeah. you know, how many towns are there like Paradise in California where they're small towns in highly wooded areas where we're having drier accumulation of dead timber. And if there's one fire in one house, it could be the entire town if it's the yeah. right perfect storm of you know dry, windy. Well, how did, you, so. how did the insurance uh, costs react over this last year from the Santa Rosa fires? I don't. I didn't see too much of like. I have not noticed my own personal insurance premiums going up, other than for the fact that, you know, I've made sure that my homeowner's policy, my 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 fire coverage, uh, is is healthy enough, is robust enough, and and there's all these add-ons you can get to your insurance for code code upgrades, and Mm. uh, and there's one that uh, that uh, is an addition for like 150 percent of your replacement cost coverage. So if it goes up, goes up, you know, over time you got you got price protections in there. Mm. Gotcha. Okay, guys, we're going to cut to another commercial break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk about deal of the week. All right. So uh, here's our second 
trivia question on Fiddler on the Roof. Hmm. Now, this one you guys better know, all right? Finish this famous song of Tev- by Tevya, uh, who's the main guy in Fiddler on the Roof. If I were... <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you got to finish off the sentence. Right, it's a song that he sings. If I were... I could start singing it for you, and then you'd know. <laughs> All right. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that trivia question. Also want to make a mention here for Hornblower Yachts. This is your last chance to do their Thanksgiving cruise. Thanksgiving on... Uh, that would be kind of nice doing Thanksgiving on uh, the Hornblower Yachts. Escape the relatives. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't touch that dial. Best of Investing will be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Second trivia question. Fame, finish this famous song of Tevia in Fiddler on the Roof. If I were... A rich man. There you go. I knew you. See, I knew you'd get... Do I need to add the... All day long, I pity, pity, boom. Okay. All right. All right, Mark, finish off about the fires, and we'll move on to Deal of the Week. Absolutely. Well, one of the things worth noting um, about, uh, you know, the the replacement of these homes and and nothing's going to happen overnight. I mean, we've we've only partially started to rebuild the homes uh, lost last year in the Napa Sonoma fires. And so these fires uh, in Malibu and and up north, um, you know, there's a lot of. there's a lot of time involved in the insurance companies and applying for, uh, you know, the insurance payouts and making decisions as to whether people are going to sell or rebuild. I mean, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of emotion, a lot of time, a lot of a lot of red tape. And what's interesting is you, you tend to hear when these things happen that a number of banks, especially community banks, will come out and say, you know, we'll be there for you. We'll help you rebuild. You know, we'll provide the financing you need. And while that's really good and positive, and of course you expect to hear that from your local community banks, and in fact a number of them uh, have stepped up in, in the Sonoma rebuilds, but bank financing, conventional financing is so much harder to get today than it was years before. And while they may uh, decide to loosen some of the underwriting guidelines, the fact of the matter is, is that for many people, bank financing is, is just it's just not going to be enough where it's not going to be available to them at all because of their personal credit situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do with the fire. It could be that they just don't have good credit for one reason or another, yes. credit cards. Or, so yeah. underinsured, lack of insurance, uh, deciding to, to build something you know different than or bigger than they had before, and insurance is not going to cover the, the change, um, and just running out of money, uh, or you, know, you're, you just simply don't... Um, you know, don't have that uh, uh, enough insurance and you're, you're the banks, your bank financing qualifications aren't there. So that's where private capital comes in. And again, I, I've talked about how private capital really was the catalyst in 2008, 9, 10 and 11 for the real estate recovery with all the fix and flips and repositioning all of those homes that had been foreclosed, many in need of remodel, many of, of which were, were trashed and destroyed as the people were losing their homes. Um, and 
it was the private money far and, and, and wide was was the uh, source of capital for those not bank financing and not government programs. And I think a lot of that's going to be very, very similar with the replacement of these, you know, 20,000 homes over the next five to 10 years. It's going to be private financing that's going to step up and close the gap or provide all of the financing when bank financing is just not there uh, for your particular situation. And, and at Pacific Private Money, that's something that we've spent a lot of time the last couple of years already, even before uh, the initial fires, putting together our uh, our lending programs for ground-up construction. Because if you're a contractor out there or you're someone who's looking to rebuild and you look at all of these private financing companies in California that have sprung up in the last several years, and in fact, we have a robust uh, alternative finance marketplace in California. But guess what? The vast majority of those companies, and there's some pretty big companies lending out millions and hundreds of millions of dollars, they'll only lend to fix and flip. They, they, it has to be an existing home. They, most of them say, we don't do ground-up construction. That's, you know, now that might change in the next few years. And they won't do owner-occupied right. consumer loans. Right. Too. So at right. Pacific Private Money, we like uh, uh, focusing on uh, niche loan products that other alternative finance providers are not Providing and that is construction loan financing, ground up construction financing, and owner occupied purchases. So, and for more information on that, always go to our website. That's where all of our contact information is our phone numbers, email addresses, bios, information on what we do and why we do it is at PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com. And, Nam, I uh, wanted you to give us the deal of the week. This is not a ground up construction, but it's somebody who wanted to buy a home. Yeah, so we're in Q4 and um, a few deals, uh, and I'll touch on this one. It's in Sausalito, but boy, it seems like all the deals that we've gotten lately, received lately, it's it's a mad rush. Suddenly, they've come to us at the 11th hour, and we need to close, and that's why private money exists today and is vibrant. So this mad is a rush problem. for money. Yeah, mad rush for money before the end of the year, or it's just they're in a purchase, and, and for some reason, something fell through with their bank financing. So this case, it was this was just an opportunistic borrower. They uh, found or came across an opportunity to purchase a property in Sausalito. Um, they needed to act quickly. Um, this person has, I think, FICOs in the sub 700s, well capitalized. Um, they're purchasing a property for $1.8 million, bringing in 600000 Right. And um, a buyer who normally would not need to use right. a, quote, hard money loan right. uh, or a private money loan probably never has in his life is <laughs> probably, like, befuddled as to why he has to talk to, you know, an alternative finance provider well, well, versus and a bank. A, and the thing is, even though he makes really good income, because I looked and at the file, score, right. and has a good score, uh, doesn't make quite enough to support two homes and hasn't sold the other one, yep, the other yep. house for that's a dilemma that didn't exist in, in banking, you know, 10, 15 years ago. You could have as many homes as you wanted. It was all about your credit score, right? right? Yeah. yeah. So this borrower needed uh, to close quickly. So we made them a loan for $1.2 million. Uh, again, they brought in 600 So it was a uh, 66% loan to value. Uh, we put them in a bridge loan, and they'll probably refinance out of our loan within six months or so. And the, this property, um, they're buying it opportunistic. They're getting it, I believe, below market value and doing some upgrades. But 
geez, I looked at the photos of this property, and it, it looks nice as is. Yeah. I'm like, it wow. It's a little dated, but uh, other than that, though, it's got great, good bones. Great view and, in, this, uh, in South oh, Salido. fantastic view, yeah. So um, that's one. And then another where uh, was referred to us, it was a loan in the South Bay. Um, the broker came to us because their purchase uh, money was, conventional loan was coming up, and gotcha. they couldn't close on time. And when we come back, we're going to go a little bit more in depth about the fund, because uh, audience, when you're listening to these stories, you say, well, that sounds like a pretty good loan. I'd like to be able to participate in that. The boys here are going to show you how. All right. Here's our uh, third trivia question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, th- now, this one's, this one's a hard question. <laughs> Fiddler on the roof. How many daughters did Tevia and Golda have? All right. That's our trivia question. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. And uh, last mention here, Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. Good old pizza, the way it should be. The way it ought to be. Yeah, that's actually the tagline. Oh, check them cool. out. Mountain Mike's Pizza in Sandra, downtown San Rafael. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Third trivia question about Fiddler on the Roof. How many daughters did Tevia and Golda have? I'm totally guessing. Seven. <laughs> no. Six. No. Okay, five. Okay, most people would say three because of the main ones, Saitul, Hoddle, and Hava. But they actually had two small daughters that are kind of barely in the movie. So they actually had five. Uh, guys were close. Okay, so yeah. bef- before we get into the fund I- itself, w- uh, we were just talking off air that uh, Mark's daughter is the main the main man, the main woman uh, in Nutcracker coming up here. So Marin Ballet... Sponsors every year in December for one weekend, the Nutcracker, and they do a fabulous, yes, they do. fabulous, high quality presentation. It's even though it's it's kids up through senior and high school, the quality of this show is is a must see. Really good, and uh, it's at the Marin um, Marin Civic Auditorium, yep. and you can get your tickets uh, at Marin Box Office. It's December eight and nine. December eight and nine. There's four shows: two on Saturday and two on Sunday. And my daughter Christina Hanf last year portrayed Clara. Uh, the lead character, and her picture, a picture of her leaping, is on the side of many Golden Gate Transit buses driving around Marin County today. So I've been chasing a few down, yeah. <laughs> taking selfies yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the Marin uh, on the Marin County Transit buses. So if you notice that that uh, that uh, promotion, that advertising promotion on the side of the Golden Gate Transit buses, the young woman leaping in midair with her legs straight out. I don't know how she does it. She's an, a great athlete. I've learned as the father of a ballerina that um, ballet is one of the hardest sports there is, and these yeah. girls are fit like pro oh, athletes. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why it's one of the hardest sports is they actually practice year-round. They, you don't yeah. take that much time off because you, you lose it. You lose There's your no off-season. No, there really yeah. is no off season. Yeah. I mean, she's practicing literally 46 weeks out of the year. Well, my, my mother-in-law was a big-time ballerina in New York, and even up until she was 80 years old, she you'd see her walk very gracefully. Yeah. And she saw the show last year, yeah. and, and to hear her say how 
how good it was wow. is a real compliment. That's great. So now, Christina has Sugar Plum Fairy role this year, which actually is the most technically difficult. So uh, she's a junior at Marin Catholic, and uh, she has been at Marin Ballet since she was four years old. So she's, <laughs> wow. And she's got one more year to go. But uh, if you have a chance to check out the uh, Marin Ballet Theater's production of... The Nutcracker at the Marin Civic Auditorium, December 8 and 9th. Call for tickets, Marin Box Office. Holiday season. That's it. Can you believe it? it? I know. It's Thanksgiving next week. It's like, and it's funny because, you know, um, we get this bums rush of activity at Pacific Private Money for loans between Thanksgiving and New Year's. And our busiest, our busiest month of the year actually is more often than not December. Well, because people want to close before the end of the year for one reason I know, but you know, well, there used to be, uh, I remember in the 80s and 90s, there was always these tax law changes that were happening on January 1st. And so people were always in this mad rush to close before the end of the year. Now, that's not actually happened for the last several years. There haven't been, you know, substantive, you know, tax law changes that would, you know, uh, benefit you to, like, close in December uh, rather than January. Yeah, because even Trump's situation now, I mean, that would have been for December yeah. of 2017. But still, all that right. notwithstanding, I mean, we're just, we're already seeing, we're, we've got several bridge loan applications that have, that have poured in. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's really busy. And big ones, too. They're multi-million multi dollar we have, loans. We have, we have two $4 million dollar applications, a couple of $3 million dollar applications, and several in the one to two million dollar okay. range. So, how does the audience get to participate in something like this? Right. So, one of the one of the wonderful aspects of alternative finance, this this private money real estate financing we, that we provide, is that we source the capital for these loans from private individuals, investors like you, uh, you and all. In fact, all of us we're all investors in our own fund, in many of our own loans. Uh, Edward, you're one of the more prolific uh, note investors at Pacific. Pacific Private Money, which is one of the reasons why we love you. <laughs> Keep coming oh, back. Oh, that's the reason. Okay, <laughs> now I know. <laughs> we love you for your money, Edward. Because yeah. <laughs> you always come around. and eat all our candy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got to get my money's worth. <laughs> Holiday season is upon us, too. Oh, yeah. so. so if you're looking at spicing up the yields you earn on your retirement and other savings, one of the great things that you should look for, you should be looking at the alternative investment category of mortgage investing. Uh, it's a term we use here at Pacific Private Money to include uh, investing in a mortgage pool fund. And we have one at Pacific Private Money. We call it the Pacific Private Money Fund. <laughs> it's a mortgage pool fund that's currently about $42 million in size, has about 185 investors in it. It's existed for over five years, and it's paying out a nice, tidy little yield uh, year-to-date of about 7.6%, uh, which is better than most of the mortgage pool funds in California, because we try not to price compete, and we try to keep our loan rates uh, fairly stable uh, in a, in a uh, market where there's a lot of competition lately. We also work with people who like to invest in individual notes. So we've got the mortgage pool fund for people who prefer a more passive opportunity to put their money to work for uh, uh, a yield in the mid-sevens. And then we also work with uh, more experienced investors who like to invest in individual notes. They like to choose the note they are going to invest in secured by a specific property, or they like to lend to specific borrowers in specific situations. We accommodate actually several hundred investors in that realm, but we could always use more because our loan volume continues to go up. So we're always mining for more uh, note investors and more fund investors. So the note investors will normally see you 
yields a little bit higher than what the fund pays out. Uh, it'll be usually in the mid 8% range to even 9% or higher. And that is because those notes uh, generally pay off. And when you get paid off, you're back in cash. And then you got to look for another note. And so on an average annualized basis, people who invest in funds versus people who invest in individual notes, uh, our experience is that your returns are very, very similar. Um, you know, the, the weighted average return to a note investor who's in cash for 30 days out of the year, but getting 9% is still getting about uh, an annualized return, an IRR of about 7.5% as our fund pays. So it really comes down to your particular appetite or preference, uh, and we support both. We work with note investors, whole or fractional, and we work with people who would like to participate with others in our fund and uh, uh, earn the protection of diversification where your money uh, is uh, and the risk is spread among uh, over 100 loans in, in the fund's portfolio at this time. So for more information, give us a call. We love talking about what we do and how we do it, and we can send you information. Our phone number is 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150. And as always, our website PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com. And then also PrivateMoneyLoans.com. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, so. uh, I neglected to mention that uh, for those of you who like to invest in individual notes, we have uh, launched this year a new website that's called PrivateMoneyLoans.com. That's privatemoneyloans.com. No Pacific in that particular URL. It's privatemoneyloans, plural, dot com. There, if you register, you can look and see the... um the menu of loans that we have available to purchase or participate in. It's, uh, it's a great website. The Back Engine is a company that um, many uh, fundraising, real estate fundraising companies throughout uh, the country are using. It's a proven model, and it's a way for you to enjoy high yields uh, secured by real estate. Check it out. All right. Very good. Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. You know, it's funny, I, when I have the sports show that I do and I say, last time for today, Bruce always interrupts me. He says, don't ever say that to a man who's over 60 years old last time for today. <laughs> yeah, you know who used to tell him that? Lon Simmons. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because wow. Lon was, you know, almost 90 years old, and he would say that. Yeah, you've been doing that sports show just as long as this uh, one. Uh, too, no, or? I've been doing this show longer. Okay. Uh, that one started in May of 2003. 13, I think, oh, and we've been right. doing this show since August 2010. Jeez. That's you know, it's so funny. Remember that picture I showed you? Yeah. My God. I, I didn't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so uh, Mark. I, so, I, off the year, we Googled how many homes were in California because uh, I, I forgot to do that before I came on the show this morning to, to talk about the uh, the fires. And, and so, California has 14 million homes. Now, 
Nam, when you looked that up, did that actually include condos or do you know? It just was straight uh, like residential units. It so it's got to include condos. Probably, probably so, yeah, condos. so 14 million Ten. residential units, including condominiums. So that's not necessarily the, the single family home number. But 20,000 into 14 million, that's about... 0.14%. So really in terms of moving the dial and impacting real estate prices, California-wide, probably not significant, but you know, as Nam pointed out when we were talking about it off the air, you know, real estate's local. And in the Bay Area, we we do, you know, we've already we already felt the impact of what happened yep. um, from the Sonoma fires last year with well, increasing well, look, rents. Look what happened to the, to the like you said, the rents went up and then right. they, they actually have an anti-gouging uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rents went up all the way up to Nevada, too, from the yeah. Sonoma. Yeah, because you're not allowed to. There's uh, like an emergency type uh, legislation that says you can't raise the rents more than 10 yeah, percent yeah. if there's been a. Right, and there were people who were who were actually named in the local yeah. papers uh, who violated those. Yeah. I mean, yep. talk about taking to task. And uh, so one of the um, interesting items, too, is that, that we're seeing is that some contractors that uh, that we know have complained that, you know, they can't m- turn a profit it by buying a lot and building a home for uh, speculation to, to resell on the public uh, because their costs of building are too high. And what's interesting is it kind of... Um and that's as a result of, of lumber and concrete and labor uh, basically skyrocketing in, in, in Northern California. And, but we also work with contractors who have their own crews. And there is a big difference between what contractors who have their own employees, their own skilled labor force that work for them, including you know, uh, plumbers, electricians, uh, framers, uh, laborers, et cetera, uh, contrasted with what they often refer to as, oh, he's just a paper contractor, where you essentially, you're a licensed general contractor, but you have no employees. You sub everything out. So you actually have to bring in, you know, people who are in business for themselves, who are framers, who are plumbers, who are electricians, et cetera. And then you got to buy all your materials. Um, and if you're not an active contractor, you're not getting any deals or volume discounts through your suppliers. So really, it, it, it does, um, we are in an interesting economic environment here where you have home prices at an all-time high, you have a shortage of homes uh, relative to demand. Um, there are people who want to buy homes and, and can't buy homes. So you would think, well, gosh, if there's homes to build, you ought to be able to make a profit building them. Well, you know, not necessarily. It's a confluence of a number of very unfortunate events, including, you know, the costs of materials and labor. So, but there are, uh, the good news is that there are contractors and we have them as clients who, um, have a lower cost to build per square foot. So instead of, say, let's use a typical example, um, some contractors will say, well, it costs me at minimum $400 a square foot to build, and I can't, I can't uh, make a profit at that. If you can build at 250 or $275 a square foot, you can, and there are contractors out there that, that can do that. So again, just, just some, some thoughts and some, some interesting, noteworthy points. And uh, have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, have Thanks, a great guys, for joining us. Here's our thoughts for the day. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. And honor is given, respect is earned. You know who said that? 
No. Edward Brown. I made yeah. that up. Did you? Yeah, I did. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. On your tombstone. Look <laughs> at that. that. That's it. Well, right, because you honor your mother and father. You don't necessarily have to respect them, you know, but respect, you have to earn that, yeah. right? And on that note, tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.